0: Hi guys, it's Jules. It's been a long time. I haven't did a podcast in a while, so I thought I would just do a quick check in in the little post. And today's post is going to be a bit different than I would normally do. Um, so today the podcast is going to be more about my life, what's been going on. I haven't posted since I've been back in school, so I thought I would check in on that and some things that I'm dealing with outside of that. And I thought I would just kind of do a school slash just check-in video and podcast today. So, yeah, I'm just going to start in by checking in and just letting you guys know what's going on. So, recovery's been hard. It's been how it always is. I feel like it hasn't. It's definitely been improvement in areas of my anxiety, but not so much in the areas of the food. I think it's still been hard to eat. And all of that has been hard for me, but also, I think, on the other hand, also, my anxiety has gotten a little bit better. I've been able to go out with my friends a little bit more, and I have my incredible friends that have been super supportive of me and know my problems, so they're always here to help me and encourage me to do those hard things. So, that is really important for my friends to be there with me, and I think that's amazing. So... Yeah, so I'm gonna just kind of sort of get into this video about sorry, I keep calling it a video. This podcast about school. So obviously it is I've been in school for a little over a month now. Um, I think when did we start? August thirtieth, August 29th, something something like that. And I haven't posted since then and it's been really stressful. Um, so obviously being back in school is wicked hard because I was in school last year. So basically my whole middle school experience, like I, obviously I already talked about my broken ankle. So I really was, I kind of had a hard, tough beginning of that year. And then after that, we had the COVID so we had to go home and do remote. So I didn't really have much of a school experience in sixth grade. So so I've had like what I had half a year of school experience in sixth grade and then seventh grade I was there for two months and then I got sent to the hospital. And then after that I just did remote. So I haven't been back into the school building in a year, over, almost like over a year, almost two years. So it was wicked hard to be back there um, again. But I have this amazing social worker that works at our school, and she is phenomenal. She's the best. I literally love that, what they're doing there. So they have – so she – I always have her for support, but she also works in Bridge, which Bridge is just kind of like a program where – like, it's like a classroom where children can, like, take breaks, and your schools might not have it. Mine does, but it's basically just a little – room it's like a cozy room that you can there's like a workspace and a, like a more of a relaxing space and you can go in there and there's two other amazing teachers in there so it's like three of them in there and you know you can go take a break or do like coloring or scratch art or meditations or anything like that that would be really helpful during the day so I've been using that a lot since i starting school um so yeah usually how my day goes is I have six periods in a day so i have math my favorite i hate math (laughs) social studies we'll talk about that after science and ela so and then i also have the two specials a day so it's usually like either sometimes it's art sometimes i have just like a full-on bridge period because i i'm not allowed to do gym or health or anything like that so I get taken out of that and just go to bridge for that whole period. Um, and then sometimes there's something like, what else is there? Um, music, like chorus. I usually do stuff like that. Um, I right now my mind is going blank. What else would be, oh, so we got Italian. I take Italian. So like world language and yeah so those are most of them so it's like art and then i have like an academic support just to get support on my work and then yeah also just like chorus and italian and all that so yeah that's really it for specials but i think the hardest thing right now has definitely been the in-between classes so for um so, like, there's, like, we have advisory on Wednesday, so advisory is more of like, a community talk, and we usually just, like, that doesn't stress me out too much, it's usually just we go over there, and we walk around, and let's maybe walk around the building, or we'll, like, talk about stuff, and it's not really too stressful, there's nothing, and personally for me, I really struggle when people talk about food or eat in front of me, um, so that has been happening a lot since I started school, and I feel like they know the teachers and the student. a lot of the students, obviously, all my friends know, so it's, like, really hard at, at those places um, at school. But, you know, obviously the teachers and, the, like, the social worker and the people in Bridge know, but it's, like, some of the students know and then, like, all the teachers don't really get it. So, obviously, they're really supportive when I tell them, like, I need a break, they let me go, they give me the homework, or they just say, like, go, or, like... Usually it's just go, like they allow me to go. And that's been going good. The breaking, like taking breaks in between, which has been going good. Um, so there's like I just wanted to talk about lunch. So lunch and SSR. So SSR, you're probably like, what the heck is SSR? SSR is silent that. Subta- sub- silent subtain reading. Silent abstain Reading. So it basically just means reading but nobody even reads everybody just plays on their on their iPads because and plays games but that's a really unstructured time for me so that's why it's wicked challenging to be in that block because it's hard because it's unstructured and at the same time like we have to be quiet but in that block there's this teacher so I'm not going to point her out because she's probably on I don't want her to say anything because she's but you know this teacher is my social studies teacher, but she's also my homeroom teacher, and I'm in homeroom for SSR as well, and in the morning, and at and the end of the day, and I have her for social studies. So I see her a lot during the day, and I'm in that environment a lot. So I'm really glad I talked to the social, social worker about it, and she's going to have a conversation with her tomorrow about it. But so what's going on with her is that she's eating. While I'm in SSR, which has been super, super hard for me um, to see her eating. And every time after SSR, I run down to the social worker or to bridge because I'm having a panic attack. Or if I'm panicking, I'm getting stressed out because this lady's eating during this block that I'm there. And it's wicked challenging that I have to deal with that on top of my normal school day stress and my eating disorder thoughts in my head. So that's been wicked hard i've been talking to my therapist about it and we're trying to problem solve this at school so i'm really grateful for the social worker for helping me with that as well as this actually happened yesterday so the social worker i've been taking my um quizzes like my tests and stuff and bridge because it's a little bit of a better environment and i have more focus and more help and stuff so obviously i took the quiz down there for social studies on wednesday and at the middle, in the middle of SSR, she doesn't even have me come up to her desk, this is another thing she's going to, social workers are going to talk about with her, but she doesn't even tell me to come up to her desk, she, in the middle of class, she's like, Juliana, did you put that, um, test, do you have the test, did you put it in my mailbox, or, in the middle of class, she asked me where the test is, and, and she said, like, the test you took downstairs, like, is it's still downstairs, and, like, That 100% was not the helpful thing because I don't want anybody to know where I am because I don't want people to think I'm weird or think I'm like leaving class or whatever. So I think that having pulling me up to the front would be much more helpful for that and not announcing that out loud. I'm glad she didn't say bridge or with the social worker or anything like that, but still saying that was definitely really stressful and in front of everybody. So that was wicked annoying. And another thing just in general is this teacher, I'm really afraid of her. I feel like she's kind of, she has a really bad attitude. She's very rude at the same time. Like I'm too worried to ask her to leave for break. So I feel like I'm always going at the beginning of her class, like before, like after the next class into her class or right after her class ends because I'm too worried to ask her if I can leave her class. So I feel like we need a better system for that as well. Um, but that's been super hard, um, but we're trying to figure that out, um, but she's probably been a big part of my panics every day at school because of her, and yeah, so we're trying to figure that out, but yeah, and then also the lunch period, I thought I would talk about a little bit, so obviously I'm not eating currently in front of Anybody, really, I'm eating in front of, obviously, my parents and my brother and my uncle and my grandma. That's really it. And then I have appointments with my dietitian, and I eat in front of her. Um, but that's been wicked challenging to eat in front of people, and I'm obviously not ready for that, and I'm not being forced to do it. But at the same time, like, what's happening at lunch is that on Mondays and Wednesdays, my mom comes in to school and like she goes we go in the guidance office and that's like different from bridge so we just go to it's like in the front of the school so we just go in there my mom closes the door then the blinds and she usually just gives me a snack and i have like a 20 minute break for lunch and i just go see her on mondays and wednesdays and the other days i just go to bridge and do work or take a like just take a mental break there at bridge so it's like i'm not being exposed to people um while they're eating like that's really good and like we're not even doing lunch in the cafeteria and now everybody's like splitting up into different sections of groups and it's really annoying but so if you are watching this and you're dealing with an eating disorder and you do not feel comfortable at lunch either you're not eating anything or you don't feel very supported at lunch if you feel that it'd be more supportive that You go in somewhere else, you can ask to go to the nurse, maybe in the nurse's office, the guidance office. If you have a bridge, that's amazing. Um, But just try to separate yourself because that can be wicked helpful. Because I remember when, when I'm in an environment, just people say stuff about food. I kind of start to panic and I feel myself getting shaky and my heart's racing and my thoughts are like going really fast and they're racing in my head. So I think that's really important to do that and just kind of advocate for yourself and tell people what you need um, because that can be very helpful in these situations. But yeah, so those are what's going on with lunch. Um, and our lunch is at like 1030 in the morning. So like even if my mom came in to give me lunch, that is way too early. Um, so she's usually just give me a snack, but. My mom just says it's too early, so I don't know. Obviously, my mom and dad are preparing all my meals right now, and I'm still, like, not having the – I'm not, like, going and eating myself. I'm still not ready to eat myself. I don't have the – I'm not – like, I feel like I will not pick up a piece of food without it being in front of me. I wouldn't just go in the fridge and get food like a normal person would do because having an eating disorder is much harder. Because it's like, you don't, you need to find that relationship you used to have with food again. And that's a big part for me that I don't, I can't find anymore, really. And I'm trying to find it, but I'm struggling to. But yeah, so that was what I covered this school and social worker. And yeah, so I also wanted to talk about my IEP. So I actually have an IEP, which allows me to get, academic support um, with my schoolwork, like have a a, long, like a a longer period of time for my um, homework or tests and I can obviously leave the room for breaks and I can like use the bridge as a uh, place for that. And then I also have a bunch of other accommodations on there like that, like that I can be excused from gym and health and anything like around food like that and obviously it says like that I will be able to skip stuff like that like if there's an assignment around food I would just skip that class um yeah but that's most of the accommodations on there there's like some accommodations like fidget toys um I really like like for fidgets I know I'm getting off topic now but for really small fidgets like sometimes like a little um simple dimple or like i have like these like little marble beads that like all are together and you kind of like squish them i usually use like those big long wacky tracks but they're a little too big for school so i just like kind of pop one of those like little marble pieces in my pocket and like fidget around with it and that's really nice putty too is really nice and then i also have like a ring that, like, spins, but I haven't been wearing it because it's been really, like, my fingers get really small and it falls off, so that hasn't been working. But little fidgets are really nice at school, so that's on there as well. And, like, using headphones, like, in class if I need to. So I haven't been, I I haven't used that, but, yeah, and then like, preferred seating. If I want to be, like, sit somewhere specific, I can always do that. Um, But yeah, so those are most of the accommodations. And if you are somebody struggling, even, you know, not with an eating disorder, even with a mental illness or even anxiety, and you feel like you need a little bit more support around that, talk to your parents, go to the guidance office or go see the social worker or set up a meeting to get tested to see if you qualify for a 504 or an IEP or even just accommodations to see what you can do to help you during school because school is a really stressful environment for me and even without having any disorder just the social anxiety part of school seeing a lot of people can be really hard especially like in the hallways like there's a lot of people bumping into each other and in classroom I get really nervous leaving class because I feel like all the people are staring at me when I'm leaving and they're like thinking a lot of stuff in their head about me so that's that's that but like, I'm, like, all I'm trying to say is, if you're struggling, reach out for support. I know it's hard sometimes when you're in recovery or even just dealing with something to ask for support. Like, you feel selfish or you don't feel that you're allowed to ask for support, even though you can. Like, you deserve to be, like, get the support you need. So do that. Because... That is really important that you make sure that you support yourself and know that uh, let no, others know that you're struggling so they can help you. So I really wanted to just talk about this today, just because I feel like everybody else is listening. Listening on the other side, so it's really nice to hear that. And my best friend watches all of my podcasts. She's probably watching this as I speak right now, but she's watch. She watches all my podcasts, and she makes me so happy by watching them. My mom even watches them too. It's kind of weird. She they listen to them, so it's really special that my family and friends support this and support my recovery. Um, and again, I am really support i'm really supported by my family and friends and i'm very grateful for this podcast i was just recently looking and i saw that a lot of people have viewed my podcast and how high the numbers are like 86 percent watches on spotify and like 20 percent watches on google podcasts and a small percent watches on a different one and i saw like that there's a lot of viewers from the United States and from different countries and Canada and all these different countries. And it's really cool to see that people from different countries watch this. It's really It's really cool because I live in Massachusetts, so it's really weird to see that other people from different states see this because it's, like, worldwide, so it's not just people in the United States. It's people everywhere. So that's really cool to see that everybody's – a lot of people are watching this. Um, and yeah, so everybody really liked the first podcast I made with, um, like my recovery and like my story. So like, if you guys want to, I don't know if there's a way that you guys can leave recommendations on how or what you want me to talk about in the next posts, but that would be really helpful. And if you guys want, not forcing you, but I have a really great recovery account that currently has... Let's be check. It has how many followers? It has nine followers, which is really sad. But I've gotten a lot of views on my video. The biggest amount of views I've got was 419 views. And then I've gotten like 70, 27, 42. 108 and then I've got like some like ones in the 20s but that's a great amount of views and I'm super happy for that so if you guys want to follow that the at if you look up at anorexia recovery with jewels it's at it's funny because I wrote at anorexia recovery w jewels one is how you spell it out but it's supposed to be at anorexia recovery with jewels but yeah so it's gonna you just type it out at anorexia recovery jewels one you will get that. And I did put that in, like, this bio of this podcast. You can always look at that. But, yeah, so obviously I wanted to finish off with the quote, but I have one more thing I wanted to talk about before I left, before, before I end the podcast. But, yeah. So I thought it would be really nice to just – talk about some skills that I've used in school that have helped me because I know a lot of people from being in recovery with an eating disorder. I remember last year, I wasn't really realizing how big it was. And I was so like malnourished when I went to school in September that I barely understood anything. And I was just, I feel like I didn't have the skills that I could use then now that i'm here today the skills i wish i would have used or that i use now that have been really helpful and i feel like then i really wished i had more support around it and asked for help sooner but now that i'm here today i really have liked to use this like the skills like meditation has been really helpful that's a really helpful skill for me so i have a few apps that i'm going to share with you so the classic, the Calm app is amazing. I know some of them cost money, but the ones I use, I use like some like like ones that don't, don't cost money and they're really good. As well as this amazing app, it's called Breathe. I really like Breathe much. I feel like I like it a little bit better than Calm because I feel like it has much more options and there's like short ones, but there's also long ones. And then there's like one for panic attacks, which I really use a lot. And then also... I use Headspace, which is really good. I'm sure you guys all heard about that. And, like, Soothing Pods. And then I also have recently got this app um, called MindU. It's, like, spelled Mind, and then it has, a, like, a capital U at the end. I really like that one, too. So that. And then I also, like... I don't know if you've ever heard of those, like, you know, those, like, little black scratch things that you, like, scratch, and they come out with different colors. We have, like, those in Bridge, and they're, like, different colors. You can, like, you, like, trace it. It's really fun. And I really like those. And also, I also sometimes will listen to music, which is really helpful. Um... That's been very, very helpful for me to listen to music, and that has been helpful. And also, another good thing I do in there is just like color or journaling was really nice. Even I bringing, I brought like one workbook for um from for um body image, and I will sometimes we'll do that which has been really hopeful as well so those are some skills I use in there and there's also this amazing therapy dog in there named Moose he is incredible I love him so much he is such a great therapy dog and every time I see him my mood changes I smile I have a big smile on my face and I'm really happy to see him because I love animals as you can tell by my cat I talk a lot about my cat on here my dog they're really big support for me, and I really love them, and I really love animals, so that's a big thing for me to see an animal at school, so he's also helpful, so yeah, so we're gonna end off with the quote today, I actually got this quote off this app called I Am, and then I also have another app similar to that called Motivation, and they're all just apps with quotes on them, so this quote is is really basic but it's basically just I deserve endless love and happiness and it's 100% true we deserve to be loved and we deserve to love ourselves, and we deserve to have happiness even if our eating disorder or illness or just us in general try to take that away from us we still need to have we still deserve to have love and happiness so That is it for the quote, and that's it for this podcast episode. I want to say thank you guys so much for watching me, and I'm incredibly grateful for the amount of views I've been getting, and I'm obviously not doing this for money. I'm just doing this to express and help people dealing with similar things, or, of course, my best friend, my mom, watching this just to help me out as well. So I want to say thank you guys so much, and I will hopefully – be able to post again really soon I will think about some ideas and brainstorm about what I can do next and yeah so thank you guys so much for watching and remember if you guys want to follow my TikTok it is at anorexia recovery wjules1 so if you want to follow that please do and there'll be more content on there more frequently so I will see you guys very soon and I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day and an amazing week, and I will see you guys very soon. Bye-bye now.